Coming up on Jerusalem Dateline, Israel and Saudi Arabia inch closer to a peace deal. The high-stakes negotiations to bring the Saudis into the Abraham Accords. Plus, the U.S. deploys thousands of troops to the Persian Gulf. Why experts say it's a warning shot to Iran. And as China threatens to invade Taiwan, a prayer movement shakes the island nation. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. We're at CBN's headquarters in Virginia to bring you analysis on the biggest global issues of the day. But first we begin with deadly terror attacks in Israel. This morning, Israeli forces arrested two Palestinians suspected of killing a mother of three and seriously wounding a man in a shooting near the city of Hebron on Monday. The bloodshed came less than 72 hours after gunmen murdered a father and son at a car wash in the West Bank, also known as Biblical Judea and Samaria. Israeli leaders vowed to hunt down those responsible for this later, latest terror wave. Now on to a potential peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Bringing the Saudis into the Abraham Accords was a topic of high-level meetings between Israelis and U.S. leaders at the White House last week. However, as Dale Hurd reports, major obstacles remain. The U.S. and Saudi Arabia reportedly agreed to a broad outline for a deal in which Saudi Arabia would recognize Israel. But the Saudis are asking a lot, not only for Israeli help in the creation of an independent Palestinian state, but U.S. security guarantees and help creating a civilian nuclear program. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, speaking off-camera in a virtual press briefing, said a deal is not close at hand. Quite frankly, just to, to be uh, blunt here, I think the, the reporting has left some people with the impression that uh, that discussions are farther along uh, and closer to some sense of certainty than they actually are. But former Israeli ambassador to the U.N. Danny Danone says he believes Saudi Arabia is likely to join the Abraham Accords and normalize ties with Israel within the next year while former U.S. Ambassador to Israel Martin Indyk compared the complexity of the deal to a Rubik's Cube. This three-way deal, which is what it will be between Israel, the United States, and Saudi Arabia, if it comes about, is kind of like a Rubik's Cube. There's so many moving pieces uh, that have to be put into place in an intricate uh, diplomatic uh, dance. Dr. Ariel Cohen of the Atlantic Council's Eurasia Center said all the demands made by the Saudis will make a deal difficult. The Saudis, the prince, he wanted nuclear technology with very few strings attached uh, to be provided to Saudi Arabia, enrichment uh, of uranium. Uh, he wanted an ironclad guarantee that if Saudi Arabia is attacked by Iran, the United States will step in and go to war for the kingdom. Israeli opposition leader Yair Lapid has told U.S. lawmakers he opposes any normalization agreement, but Indyk says a deal is a high priority for all three governments. There is a, a sense of urgency. And what's important about this is not only that the sense of urgency appears to be matched by uh, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, but of course it's matched by... Prime Minister Netanyahu, which for him is one of his most important foreign policy priorities now. He can taste the possibility of peace between Israel and Saudi Arabia. The White House wants to complete the deal before the presidential election season heats up. 
Some think that's too soon and that any deal will have to wait until after the 2024 election. Well, joining me now for analysis of CBN News, Dale Hurd and Gary Lane. Dale, first to you, what would a peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia mean for the Middle East? It would be incredible, but it is very, I mean, this is very complicated. I think Rubik's Cube was exactly the right analogy because Saudi Arabia wants the moon. And I don't blame Lapid for being suspicious and, and opposing the whole idea of the Saudis getting civilian nuclear technology. What do they need that for? They're the world's largest oil producer. I think, uh, you know, it, it could start, it could accelerate the arms race in the Middle East. I think the Saudis do want a nuke. And uh, they, they want it would draw America into the region as well um, with these this security guarantee. They want America to essentially defend them. Yeah. Uh, Gary, uh, what message do the recent peace efforts, what, what kind of message does that send to Iran? Well, the message to Iran is uh, come on in, jump on in. The water's warm. Uh, you can go ahead and move forward with your development of nuclear weapons because Saudi Arabia will have them as well. And this is a dangerous precedent for years, Chris, uh, they've been working at least for 10 years since the uh, joint uh, peace agreement there that they've been working on, uh, memorandum of understanding. Uh, for years, they've been working to prevent uh, the proliferation of nuclear weapons there, not only in Iran, but throughout the Middle East. So right now, this is just the opposite. It's saying, okay, uh, Saudi Arabia, you make this deal with, the, uh, with Israel, you will have nuclear weapons, and Iran will move forward with their program, and they're not far off, believe yeah. me. Dale, back to you. Uh, do you think they're going to try to do this before the, uh, the presidential election uh, heats up? That would be a miracle. I, I, don't, you know, I don't see that happening because this is so complex. And so I, I think this gets kicked uh, to after the election, frankly. Mm -hmm. And Gary, you, you talked about the danger of getting, yes. uh, you know, pro proliferating nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, what is Israel going to be doing about this? Well, everything Israel can do about it. I mean, it, look, if the United States does nothing, and it doesn't seem like this administration will do anything to be tough on Iran, they're just kicking the can down the road to the next election. Uh, basically, uh, Iran can uh, do what it wants, and Israel will say, hey, look, uh, we may have to go it alone uh, in striking those nuclear facilities. And as you know, Chris, the Natanz uh, nuclear facility is very close to being uh, finished. That is a deep underground facility. You'd need at least bunker, uh, bunker buster bombs uh, to, to reach that deep and, and destroy those facilities. But it would be very difficult. So Israel may have to go it alone. And Dale, with about 30 but seconds left, it looks like... Uh, you know, they might have uh, $7 billion to work with Iran. What, is, what signal does that send to the region? Yeah, that, that's a disaster. This administration has done so much damage. I'm surprised that they would, would be on board with such a brilliant solution as a Saudi-Israeli agreement. But I do think it's going to happen. If it's not in this administration, then the next, because both sides want it. And I think the Saudis will make accommodations to make sure that it happens. Yeah, I know uh, Benjamin Netanyahu says he can almost taste uh, this deal between the Saudis and, uh, and Israel. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dale, Gary, thanks for joining us and giving us your expertise. Coming up, the U.S. flexes its military might in the Persian Gulf. Is Washington preparing to go head to head with Iran? 
often marvel when Pat tells the stories of the early beginnings. I think, I don't think I would have had the chutzpah to do some of those things that he did. When you're walking by faith, it, it isn't necessarily easy. Watch the CBN story, now available on the CBN Family app. We were right on the cutting edge of things that nobody had seen before. And I know a lot of people thought we were crazy. The CBN story recalls the celebrated history of the Christian Broadcasting Network from its humble beginnings. It was quite a scene. And we walked into this television station. In the control room, there was glass all over the floor. To the renowned ministry that continues to bring the gospel to every nation. When people can hear the gospel on television in their own language, they respond to that. A special presentation in celebration of Pat Robertson's life and legacy. The CBN Story. Watch now on the CBN Family app. Download the CBN News app, 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. He walked with the living God and showed us the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Pat Robertson, evangelist, humanitarian, statesman, educator, author, and visionary. Watch Pat's story and be encouraged by his many teachings. Go to cbn.com slash pat to learn more about what the Lord accomplished through this remarkable servant. Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. More than 3,000 U.S. Marines arrived in the Middle East in recent weeks. Their mission? to help deter Iran from interfering with merchant ships in the Strait of Hormuz. The deployment is part of a growing U.S. presence in the region. National Security correspondent Caitlin Burke has that story. While the U.S. may not be directly involved in any major regional conflict, tensions with Iran are only increasing. The Islamic regime continues to launch attacks on a key shipping route, in addition to ramping up its nuclear program. Escalations that now demand a renewed American presence in the region. The best way to avoid war is strength. Reagan said it best, peace through strength. Thousands of Marines backed by U.S. fighter jets and warships are deploying to the Persian Gulf, a display of military might that's long overdue, according to Nathan Sales, former ambassador at large and coordinator for counterterrorism in the Trump administration. What Iran has seen so far from the administration is one after another episodes of turning the other cheek. That's a great way to live your life as a, as a private citizen and as a Christian. That's not a great way to run foreign policy. The latest slap involves the regime increasing its pattern of harassing and seizing ships traveling through the Strait of Hormuz, the waterway that more than 20 percent of the world's oil must pass through. With Iran now closer than ever to weapons-grade uranium levels, the Biden administration has finally admitted efforts to revive a nuclear deal are done, and that option is no longer on the table. I think the important question for us to be asking the White House is, 
what took you so long? It's not as if Iran has been dramatically worsening its behavior lately. This is all par for the course. We've looked the other way for a good two and a half years. Along with this military show of force, Gabriel Nerona, former State Department Special Advisor for Iran, says the administration is still offering Iran concessions, giving the regime an impression that it holds the leverage in nuclear negotiations. The State Department is still trying to negotiate something where they uh, give sanctions relief to Iran in exchange for Iran uh, pausing its enrichment or, or doing a little bit less there. Nerona tells CBN News that while China may be the administration's top priority, the U.S. response to Iran could make a major difference in how Beijing moves forward. If the United States sets a red line over Iranian nuclear uh, activity, um, that better be something that we're willing to actually enforce uh, because the results, if we don't enforce that red line, could be a completely green light to China to go and invade Taiwan. Caitlin joins me now from Washington. Caitlin, how is Iran responding to the show of force from the U.S.? Chris, Iran considers any U.S. military involvement in the Gulf unnecessary and unwelcome. So they're definitely not happy about an additional 3,000 troops and have basically said America needs to mind its own business. But the Strait of Hormuz is a critical waterway. 20 to 30 percent of the world's oil exports have to pass through to get out of the Middle East. And over the last two years, Iran has seized or attempted to take nearly 20 internationally flagged ships. So the U.S. says its presence there has now become necessary to ensure security and stability. Yeah, Caitlin, I know Israel is watching this closely. Could this escalate into a wider conflict that potentially involves Israel? Well, I think it's actually an ideal situation for the U.S. if Israel and other allies like Saudi Arabia and the UAE share more of the burden of ensuring stability and security in the Middle East so the U.S. can focus elsewhere, like China. But making sure our Middle Eastern allies feel supported is also important. And I think the significant military presence in the Gulf is to deter Iran from the kind of escalation that could turn this into a conflict. Still, the U.S. and Israel are prepared for that, whether it's because of a situation in the Strait of Hormuz or because Iran crosses a nuclear red line. The U.S. and Israel have really ramped up joint military exercises this year. And if they need to take action against Iran, they're capable of doing that. That's for sure. Well, thank you for your insight, Caitlin. Up next, as Taiwan faces the threat of invasion from China, many in the island nation are asking God to move on their behalf. Attacks on Jewish lives, communities, and synagogues. The Jewish nation has survived war. I was so scared. Terrorism. And saw my husband covered in blood. And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. Now is the time to defend Israel's basic right to exist. And you can do that through CBN Israel. When you send a gift to the Jewish people through CBN Israel, you are giving humanitarian aid to Israelis in need. And at the same time, you are providing news coverage and documentaries that reveal what is really happening in Jerusalem and the Middle East. Attacks against Israel are ongoing. The need is urgent, and you can help. Call 1-800-813-8734. Go to cbn.com slash standwithisrael or text CBN Israel to 41444.
region's first ROTC graduate student. It's Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this special bonus pack with Gizmo Go, Return of the Flying House. Join the CBN Animation Club and get Gizmo Go, Return of the Flying House, plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes as our way of saying thanks. Your news channel, your shows, the stories you care about, anytime you want, anywhere you want. Download the CBN News app today. Here on Jerusalem Bateline, we've reported on China's plans to invade Taiwan. While many on the tiny island are picking up weapons to prepare for war, others are fighting on their knees. George Thomas has the story. The tensions are peaking. Beijing's belligerence is once again making Taipei jittery. China's military releasing this video recently showing what simulated attacks on Taiwan would look like. The tiny island off the mainland coast now facing almost daily Chinese military harassment. Meanwhile, Taiwan is beefing up its military and training with new U.S. weapons all in preparation for potential full-scale war. To be clear, we do not seek conflict or confrontation, but we will not flinch in the face of bullying or coercion. While the war drums grow louder by day, Taiwan Christians are taking to their knees by night. The united prayers and fasting prayers of the churches in Taiwan are much more than ever before. It's an unprecedented prayer movement. All across this island, people are meeting every day, 24 hours a day, to pray for revival, unity, repentance, and protection over their land. I believe something so simple is start having such a huge impact upon people in the church and also the people around the church. Gordon Huang passes one of Taiwan's most well-known congregations. His church sits atop this iconic landmark known as Taipei 101 in the heart of the capital city. He fears war with China is coming and wants Christians to be ready. I think one thing for sure, people is going to be so shaken and people want to hear the gospel. Are you ready or are you going to be on the run yourself? That theme of shaking gripped Don Young two years ago. I heard from the Lord, time is short, the hour is urgent, it's time to pray. Young served as an American missionary in West Africa for 15 years and has traveled the world teaching Christians how to have a deeper prayer walk with the Lord. In May of 2021, Pastor Young says he got a word from the Lord that there was going to be a shaking coming to Taiwan. He brought that message to the church leaders here on the island, and that gave birth to a prayer movement that has today swept across Taiwan. The Revival Prayer Group, or RPG movement, began, made up of a handful of people in groups, taking turns around the clock to pray for Taiwan. Prayer is the only way that you can get through anything shaking. 
Jesus did everything by prayer. He did nothing apart from prayer. Before it was just kind of a, a moment with God. We all have them. But now it was shaping up to become a movement for God. There's a huge difference between a moment and a movement. Because RPG has two or three people in a group. So if one day a war happens and there are no physical buildings that people can meet in, we can still pray in small groups so the church will not be affected. Peter Yang has pastored and planted churches in Taiwan since 1978 and says he's never seen the kind of unity now on display. Churches across denominational lines joining the initiative. What's happening today is so rare. Every day, every week, I join a pastor from other churches, other denominations, and we pray for our cities, for our nation, for other countries. It's amazing. It's clearly God's doing. Unity will be the legacy of this movement. More than 100,000 revival prayer groups have sprouted up, with members of China's underground church movement also taking part. CBN News spoke with church leaders who said a potential Taiwan-China war would be like David facing down Goliath, bringing untold devastation and loss of life. They believe prayer can make the difference between war and peace. We ask churches around the world to pray for this most dangerous place in the world today so that God's peace can come upon cross-strait relations. George is with me now to discuss this further. George, what kind of domino effect would a Chinese invasion of Taiwan have around the world? Yeah, well, they've been running these war game simulations for quite some time in preparation for this. The most recent, Chris, was done uh, earlier this year by the Center for Strategic and International Studies. And what they did, uh, Chris, was to run 24 simulations of an attack by China on this tiny island. And what they found overwhelmingly is that the Chinese would overwhelm uh, the, the, the island within a few months. If the United States were involved, that would be a different calculation. But bo in both simulations, untold thousands of troops would be lost, both on the Chinese side as well as the Taiwanese side, hundreds of warplanes, multiple uh, warships. And then keep in mind, you know, the strategic reason, the strategic purpose of Taiwan is that Taiwan today is home to 90% of the world's advanced uh, chips, 60% of the world's semiconductors are made on this tiny island. They say that if war were to erupt, uh, the Taiwanese economy would plummet by some 40%. China's economy would plummet by some 7%. The global economy would lose upwards of $3 trillion. So if I have I laid out the scenario of what the consequences would be, it would be devastating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, George, I just came back from South Korea, and they're concerned there as well because yeah. it's going to affect them uh, quite a bit. And in your story, you're, uh, and certainly the South Koreans are praying, yeah. but also the Chinese and the Taiwanese uh, are praying together. They are, because they, okay, keep in mind, these are the same two people. They speak, speak the same language, Mandarin, both on the mainland as well as on, on the island. And so they, they, they believe, as I saw it in, in Ukraine, right before the war erupted there uh, last year, the churches began a prayer movement about two years prior to the war beginning in Ukraine. And what we've seen today is that over the last two years, there's been this profound uh, unity amongst all the denominations, praying for each other, all the leaders across denominational lines, congregational lines, coming together because they realize that there is a political earthquake coming. There is also a spiritual earthquake coming. And they want the church to be prepared 
uh, in the eventuality that war would erupt uh, and then not to be caught off guard. And so it's powerful. I saw this in Ukraine. And to see it today in Taiwan is very, very encouraging. The Taiwanese see what's going on in Ukraine, very similar to the situation that they're facing. They have this giant uh, dragon very close to them, just off their shores. Uh, same with Russia, with Russia and Ukraine. And so they see the similarities and uh, they see the, the unity of the Ukrainians and they want to be united yeah. as well in Taiwan. Yeah. Thanks for giving us a great story, uh, George. Encourages us to pray as well. Amen. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. With war and rumors of war making international headlines, we look at how you can pray during these dangerous times. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from all of the nations and given us his Torah. Audiences are raving about oracles of God. I believe this is an extraordinarily well-researched movie that indeed speaks about the integrity of God's word. It's a real faith builder. It encouraged me to, to realize God's hand in preserving his word throughout history. If God is not faithful to his word, he is not faithful. But this shows that he is. What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not they're genuine. I would describe this movie as inspiring. Captivating. Excitement. It mattered to them to get it right. Everybody should watch this movie. Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available now for a gift of any dollar amount. Come home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel, now available at CBNRadio.com. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day, delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. It's easy to get alarmed when the world seems to grow darker each day, but the Bible tells us to pray and not fear. Charlene Aaron, host of The Prayer Link and a prayer warrior, is here with me. Charlene, how should we pray now? I think it's very important, Chris, that we look to the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He tells us in Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 and 7, he says, You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. So we need to make sure that we're looking to the Lord, praying, 
according to scripture. He says, do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be troubled. Why? Because I'm with you. Yeah. And our security is in Jesus Christ. Secondly, he says, you know what? I want you to trust in me. So this should be a time that we're really drawing into mm -hmm. our relationship with Jesus. Our intimacy yeah. with him is going to a deeper level. And thirdly, the scripture says in Matthew 24, verse 13, endure until the end. What does that mean? It means to remain faithful. Mm -hmm. Regardless of everything that's going on around us, Chris, keep our eyes on Jesus, stay faithful to our relationship with Jesus Christ. This is what we must do as we see all of these perilous times yeah. happening around yeah. us. Great words, yeah. especially as we see all these Absolutely. things happening right now. Absolutely. Our redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. Look up. Look up. Exactly. Amen. Charlene, great to be with you. you. And remember, you can watch the prayer link with Charlene Aaron and Wendy Griffith every Tuesday on CBNNews.com. Well, that's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time.